Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode five of the stream scene. It's good to be back. I am joined here by Karazzi and Pebro. What's up, guys? Going good. How about yourself? I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, so this episode is going to revolve around uh, being a Twitch affiliate, uh, how to become a Twitch affiliate, what should you do, what are your next steps, how to make the most of it. Uh, and we're going to be answering your questions today as well regarding affiliate ship. But before we get to that, uh, I am joined here with Karate and Pebro. Tell me, guys, tell me a little bit about yourself, starting with Pebro. Yeah, well, my name is Pebro, a.k.a. Young Peppo, a.k.a. many other names. And uh, I've been on Twitch for like two years now, um, like sort of on and off casually originally. And then as of maybe just over a month ago, started going real hard at it and it's been going pretty well so yeah that's kind of awesome. the, the short summary right there <laughs> <laughs> what about you Karate? yeah so I've, I've been on twitch a little bit longer um uh i've been on since 2013 i think i actually had a twitch account before but uh a, a different twitch account which no one will find uh where i tried to play league of legends on a very poor internet and that's where i discovered that uh bad internet <laughs> does not make streaming possible um and league of legends too i mean yeah yeah trying trying to get in there i knew nothing i was like hit the live button let's see how this goes and it was just a laggy mess so started there uh and then moved slowly into i was playing magic the gathering so slowly moved into there and that's actually where i started getting most of my some of my long-term viewers actually that are still with me even from changing from uh, magic the gathering and i moved over into variety and uh yeah ever since the affiliate happened been hitting it hitting it a little bit harder you're uh okay that's that's awesome so you're a variety streamer uh how's that been been going like have you always been variety um well definitely not always i I had a focus of uh like collectible card games ever since uh, magic the gathering um but then i figured you know what i time to start just playing sort of what i want to i sort of i sort of got hooked on uh trying to just only play games for viewers and I'm sure many people know that doesn't really work out too well uh, for your your own mental health, I guess. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, I got I got to start playing things I I, I like to. And I, I've always loved uh, indie games and and really just weird, unique, fun games like that. So I started playing more of those and just dabbling in there. And then uh, as I start to just sort of dive more into just sort of like how Twitch works as a as a whole. Um, I, I, I'm starting to find a balance between being able to play games I want to. Um, while still potentially building that viewership and uh, viewership up and uh, escape from Tarkov, which we'll be talking about later, is a is a perfect example of that actually. So yeah, yeah. that's a yeah, really important have... point that you make. Go go ahead, Pebro. <clears throat> oh sorry, I was just gonna say yeah, I started off like exclusively playing like DayZ for like a year, sort of on and off, and I was kind of obsessed with that game for a while, like many other people were. Yeah, and then uh, obviously. <laughs> People got a little bit, you know, fed up with it and its uh, development process. We won't get into that. And, uh, yeah, slowly started to diversify a bit more. And, yeah. But Tarkov has become, as of currently, the kind of main driver and then trying to get that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mix in as well. Like today we were playing uh, Hellblade. Sounds cool. So do you find yourself, like, staying with one game and been being hooked for a while and then switching? Because you see those types of streamers as well where they just get so engrossed into like you know you have like the PUBG streamers and stuff like that and then you know th- those streamers were the h1 c1 streamers back in the day who were at first the day z streamers right so uh do you find yourself mm-hmm. like just getting totally hooked to one game and then kind of going there or like 
you know, mixing it up daily? I mean, how does that work for you? Uh, yeah, well, for me, like Tarkov is definitely like the main game right now. Like I do play that a lot, but uh, there is something to be said for balance. You know, like there is good growth in Tarkov and stuff right now. So obviously that's mm. very tempting and you want to keep doing it, but you also don't want to just become that one trick pony. And then, you know, you mm-hmm. build up this group of viewers that are only there for Tarkov. You know what I mean? So right. I like to kind of, I like to, uh, yeah, just mix it up a bit. So you, you build the, the, I don't know, the kind of community I'm looking for anyway. So I can always be versatile if something should happen yeah. to Tarkov. There's other yeah. avenues. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, versatility is but, good. Uh, that being said, I am playing a lot of Tarkov at the moment. <laughs> yeah. No, I would definitely it, agree with that. Um, that, that's, that's important though, because, I mean, like you said, like if you become a one trick pony, it, it hurts when you start to diversify. So, um, what I always recommend is like, if you find yourself like building a huge community with one game, you know, try to throw in a different game, like in the middle of your stream or something, like maybe the second half of your stream or start with something different. Um, but maybe not too different, right? Like you don't want to do escape from Tarkov and then just play, uh, the Witcher 3 or something because you know that may not transition as well as let's say you do Escape from Tarkov and then you do PUBG or something uh, for a few hours you know so keeping to the the same genre or type of game uh, when you find yourself kind of getting pigeonholed into one game can really help to like you know start to, to spread out a little bit and also for your own sanity right like uh, some people can play the same game yeah. forever but I, I, I can't I can't, <laughs> I, can't. Yeah. I tried doing it like there was a there was a game I don't know if anyone knows the game Duelist at all. It was it was a CCG type game, um, and I got into that pretty early. And when I, when I look back, I I am pretty confident if I stuck with that consistently, I could be partnered off that game. But I knew I wouldn't be happy being a partner off that game, and then not being able to really transition that community because especially the CCG community, it's very hard to transition to anything but other collectible card games if you're going to move around Twitch. Mm-hmm. So. I definitely wanted to sort of get out well I before I sort of got pigeonholed into into something like that. And now you're pretty much full variety, right? Like how do you Yeah. How do you plan your streaming schedule, especially, you know, being a Twitch affiliate, uh, you know, not having that 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 viewership needed to really, you know, be consistently in those top rows. Game selection is really really important at this level because, you know, picking the right games will help you grow and if you pick the wrong games then you're going to be drowned and you know in in a sea of other uh, other streamers so how do you how do you figure out what you're going to play uh for me i because i've always because now i'm just finding that balance between sort of playing games i want to uh, as well as still trying to focus on growing that viewership i i always choose first what i'm interested in that's sort of the main first things if, if, if the game doesn't look interesting if i don't think i'm going to at least stick with it for more than a few streams i just won't even try it um especially because you know if i don't enjoy it um then obviously my community is not going to enjoy it as well um there there is a website that i just discovered actually called twitch strikes i don't know if you you know about it loco but mm, it no. actually breaks down um you know sort of how many viewers are watching you know the top streamers it breaks down sort of what is potentially best to stream at that hour and sort of changes and fluctuates sort of depending on how many viewers are shifting over um, to which game. Um, So I I take a glance at that just to see what's going on. But also it's a, because I do love indie games and stuff like that. um, It's making you, making sure you stick to news outlets and figuring out what's upcoming and what can potentially, you know, have the biggest sort of hype meter while still being Mm -hmm. sort of a, a, 
not super saturated. Um, so even if I find a game like the next PUBG, or for, for example, uh, even if it is uh, super hyped, if, if I think that all the big streamers are going to take over it, um, you know, for at least, you know, a few weeks, I'll, I'll let that stuff ride out first uh, and then I'll, and I'll jump into it later. So. Honestly, I have a kind of different approach in a way. <laughs> so uh, I don't know what I kind of like to do is like, so have that main driving game, right. And, and get people in with, through that game that has a, you know, the blend of both good to watch, good to play. <clears throat> so for me, like Tarkov is that right now, but then it's kind of, I'll play almost anything kind of to catch what you said earlier. Like I was playing human yeah. full flap last week which is you know pretty different from escape from tarkov <laughs> i think it's about showing those viewers like who do give you the chance and and drop in to see you playing something else just to prove to them that you can do more than that because like yeah. i'm kind of definitely like humor based and stuff and it also helps if you want to transition more into slightly more saturated games like that you normally wouldn't be able to so like p bro you you get really good viewership off of escape from tarkov so you get you know what you average probably around close to 100 i would say from what I've seen, um, yeah, maybe a little lower, but yeah, uh, yeah. but you still have yeah. a, even anything about fifty for some for a lot of the big saturated games though that still puts you way up the list. So mm-hmm. even like halfway through your stream, at least starting with the game that you're good with, and then transitioning into something that even at least for the for the next couple of hours, maybe those lurkers that are still in your channel will still stay in your viewer list. So you'll still be up a little bit higher on those saturated games, um, mm-hmm. at least for the first little bit, and that helps you. Out. Yeah. And I don't think it's wrong to be like, you know, play something super drastic. It, it really depends yeah. on your, um, I guess, your me- mentality with streaming. Like, if you don't really care too much about your viewership, you know, do do what you want. Do what makes you happy. You know, if you have a community, you know, that's that's strong in one game and you want to, but you feel like playing something else, like play something else. Because, you know, if you force yourself to play something you don't like, your viewers are going to be able to tell. Like, if, you, if you're kind of sick of, of a game... Uh, your viewers will tell. So, but if you find yourself, on the other hand, you know, getting down on yourself, if you see the viewership drop, first of all, if if that's happening, you should just not look at your viewership. I don't even look yeah. at my viewership numbers like ever. Uh, just don't look at it, you know. But if you find yourself just feeling not great when you switch to something completely different, you know, if it's affecting you that much, then you you should try to like, you know, diversify within a genre. So it's it, it it's really like you know, up to how you, your your stream is and how you can handle it. Um, yeah. Mm, yeah, I think the not looking at viewers is uh, a really important one that took me quite a while. It was kind of one of those things where I'd still sort of look, you know what I mean? And it's amazing oh, yeah. just yeah. how affects your... I'm yeah, it, 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 yeah, and honestly, man, you'll be better off if, if you don't because oh, yeah. it's yeah. on the people that you can see in chat, you know, no further beyond that. Interact with those people, you know? And that's, uh, yeah. to me anyway, that's how you build like a real core, like I've basically got like a, what I would almost consider like a little family on Twitch at this oh, stage yeah, that sure. watch me play almost anything. And it's, it's, yeah, from that kind it's of, nice. yeah, just, just ignore the, <laughs> ignore the numbers. That being said, obviously numbers are important, yeah, you know, right. to a big degree. you have to be aware of those things, but I think it's best to like, maybe look after the stream, you know, check your stats, see how you did and go, okay. Because it's so detailed now too, right? You yeah, can you, see mm-hmm. exactly where, you know, like at what time you did well and what point you switched game and where the views went from there. And yeah. so like, you know, it's all there after the stream. You know, there's no point like 
you know, basing your emotions off that number at any given time because that's just uh, I think it's hard it's for a, a lot of people, especially bit. new affiliates, though. Because like oh, yeah, when new affiliates sure. see the program, like that you like now that they they've put a number on getting affiliate status, um, you know, it's the the affiliate status it really is uh, at its core not like super high up. Like the, the the amount of things you need for it, like a lot of people I think can get it. Um, maybe not everyone now, since you know, considering how, how much Twitch has grown, if you're starting a channel brand new, it might be a little bit more difficult, but, um, there were already a bunch of people within the affiliate range, right? So, uh, you know, thousands of people got affiliate status right away. Um, and I think it's tough to, to grow from that point. Um, I think, I think a lot of people in that stage are still really emotionally attached to numbers. Um, especially when they see sort of how far partnership can be and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. So even a, like one or two viewer drops for them are, are super, super devastating. So it's all about like just a shift in perspective, I guess. Uh, like you said, Pebro, just sort of, even if you're looking at analytics, just don't look at a dip being and taking that as a, you know, a hit that you, you're not good enough. Um, take it as, mm -hmm. okay, what, what can I improve on? And you, you can't even just look at the, can't even look at the lows you got to look at the highs and and say okay this is what i did good so let's keep doing that and then let's see what else and where am i where am i lacking uh and you know that like uh, i think you said before as well versatility is a very very important skill to have on on twitch no matter where you are mm -hmm. and now here's a random question do you guys ever rewatch your old vods to see you know, how your audio is, you know, how mm -hmm. you're doing, like how you look as uh, from a pr perspective uh, yeah. of a viewer. No, definitely. Every oh, yeah. single vlog. Uh, yeah, I at least check parts of it. Um, because yeah, I don't there, look through the whole thing. There'll be details that, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, obviously not. But <laughs> there'll be things that you'll be wondering, like, how did how did people not mention this? You know what I mean? But, you know, yeah. when you're thinking about those things, you know, and you'll you'll find yeah. stuff that like certain, like the levels are wrong or you have some crackling going on in your mic. Or, yeah. Something, yeah, I mean, even I deal with that where I'll have a technical issue and I have hundreds of people watching and no one says <laughs> yeah, anything yeah, yeah. or like my mic and is like blaring or something. That. I'm like, <laughs> or like my overlay, like my camera is out of whack or something. I'm like, chat, please. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah. I, 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 for two hours. <laughs> I think it's important to look through your vods and I think it's people, something that people really don't think about it. They're like, oh, what am I doing wrong? Like they're, they're trying to sit there and think. But if you throw up your, your past stream and take a look at your video and look at yourself from the perspective of a viewer, you know, was, did, did you have a period of like, you know, 30 seconds where you just didn't say anything? Cause that's like anyone that came in during that time is probably just going to leave. And if there's a lot of dead air, then, you know, people are going to just, you know, potentially tune into something else or, you know, look at your overlay, your audio, stuff like that. Um, I think, you know, as being a, a Twitch affiliate and being a, a newer or smaller streamer, it is so important quality and production, uh, and, and analyzing your your stats. Looking, it sounds like a lot. It's pretty overwhelming. But if you care yeah. about growing, these are things that you have to think about. You know, you have to think about. Uh, you do have to think about your numbers if you care about you know growing. So after the stream, uh, you know, the Twitch dashboard is improving with their you know stream summary analytics um yeah do you guys use any other tools to help take a look at at how you're doing or are you just looking through twitch um uh, twitch. mainly through twitch right now um mm -hmm. i think there was that that one that uh is coming up art is it arsenal 
logo. I think. Yeah. Yeah. From them. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm, coming. I'm soon. waiting for them. Um, I'm waiting for them to to start their sort of content creator demos and stuff like that because I'm I'm interested in that one. Um, I have dabbled with other ones like Stream uh, Stream Hatchet and stuff like that before, but like I'm 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 at the point still where it's like I don't want to get too hooked on the numbers. And while I, right. I I only need the basics right now, and the Twitch dashboard does do the basics. You know, shows your average viewer count, shows the dips and shows the the rises, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And that's good enough for me at the moment. Um, but it's definitely you know I am looking out for other programs just in case something comes comes along that might make it a little bit easier. I guess at least to handle that on a day to day basis. But mm. yeah, I use like the stats are super comprehensive now on Twitch itself, so you don't really yeah. have to trade yeah, too much better. anymore. Like yeah, I used to look at Twinge a bit more because that gives you your sort of oh, your yeah. trajectories, that kind of thing, like how things yeah. are going and your average. Yeah, thing, when, when I look at when I lo- look at trajectories, though, it's like, <laughs> oh, is it is it going down? <laughs> <laughs> in five years am i gonna have a channel even yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's a tough uh, yeah go back to what you're saying as well local okay, just like uh but i don't know like it's it's harder than ever to achieve people's like follows or subs now because the standard is so much higher and like to start streaming it's so much more accessible than it once was so like i remember say two years ago and i'm sure you do as well like just the standard was definitely lower. You know, it was a lot easier yeah. to gain a follow off someone or for someone to chill in your chat, you know, mm-hmm. and now when it's so saturated and, you know, you, like every viewer that comes in, it's like a little audition, you know, you've got a brief amount of time yeah. to show these people that, yeah, exactly, that you're, that you're worth your salt and, you know, maybe they'll drop in at a bad time, but, you know, for the most part, you just got to try to stay on it. And, and, yeah, like yeah. A, long ago, I think it was mostly, mostly, mainly just luck whether or not you you sort of struck it big now it's luck on top of you actually having to do a lot of a lot of work to yeah to make sure to improve your chances of that that luck striking i guess it's the best way to put it for sure and we'll be talking more about you know the the life of a twitch affiliate and more on on this stuff in the second half of our show so I, i want you guys to you know think about if you have any burning questions for us, uh, for fellow affiliates, I mean, the, the point of the show is to, you know, a lot of you guys are, are in P bro shoes in Karate's shoes. And, and, you know, this is a very relatable show for you guys. So, um, you know, hopefully we can, we can do our best in the second half, uh, to answer your questions, uh, and, and cover these topics. So, um, just keep that in mind. We will be doing a Q and a, um, at the end, but we've got uh, a, a few uh, little tidbits to talk about before we get into that. Uh, so our our first thing is going to be talking about uh, some streaming news. Cue overlay change. <laughs> uh, so we are going to be talking about the Twitch rating feature uh, that just came out. Um, I think what like this week, last week. Um, it's a so raids has been something that's been around Twitch as a kind of like a cultural thing, you know, a support system where at the end of your stream, you've got all these viewers, they need some place to go. You want to send a love to somebody that you support. So you, you queue up a, a message and you, you link up someone's channel and you all charge in there and go send them some love. Uh, and it's a really great way to uh, network, support your fellow streamers, you know, kind of work together, collaborate and help each other grow, you know, like, you know, if you raid this person, you know, maybe they'll raid you back someday or, or, you know, it's just, it's a good way to, to make friends in the space and also to, 
to just share quality streams with your viewers. And uh, so Twitch has put in official touch on it where they have an integrated system. You can type forward slash raid space uh, and the person's name, and then it gives the option for people to join, click a button and join. And at the end of 30 seconds, all these people that have clicked the join button, it's a crazy thing that happens if you haven't seen a raid. Have you guys done raids yet, Karate P Bro? I've done oh, yeah. some small ones here and there. Um, but have I, you used I, the I, rating the, feature? feature? I have not yet. I have actually not yet, but I'm excited to. Because it's, it's definitely a nice yeah. thing. It's a nice little touch. It's just a little bit of an upgrade on uh, what people are already doing, I guess. So. Yeah, it's just simplifying in the process, yeah. really, isn't it? Easier for both you and the viewers to to engage in a raid, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, so have, have you, uh, Pebro, had a chance to use it? No, I honestly haven't tried it yet. I, I had right. a massive failure of a raid earlier. I managed to do the old classic where you raid someone <laughs> and they're <laughs> finishing right as you raid. Like, oh, yeah. oh <laughs> that's that's a classic. <laughs> so, I mean, what mm -hmm. happens is, it, it's crazy. I'm going to pull up a little, uh, it's this is a little Twitch video uh, that you guys will be able to, to see here. Um, but basically how it works is when everyone joins at the end of 30 seconds, your channel becomes their channel. Uh, so what, like your chat and your stream, it basically just automatically transitions to their channel. Like it is seriously like, like it's like a magic trick. It's kind of weird. Uh, when we, <laughs> I did it, uh, earlier this week for the first time and I was very confused because I was still live. You know, usually you host them at the end uh, of your stream, right? Like you send out the raid, you end the stream, you host, but the, the raid mm -hmm. transitioned it so that like everyone that joined is gone like instantly gone like they are literally pushed to the stream so yeah i'm sitting there yeah. i'm like wait no one's here anymore why am i still live i was like yeah. i'm just gonna end the stream because i don't know if anyone can see me anymore <laughs> um yeah when it was it was such a strange experience like, i've been part of to be fair right? though it might help with, uh, I don't know, I'm sure you've seen this before, where you have people in your chat, they're not really too familiar with raids, so they're there interacting with this streamer yeah. in your chat, so nothing they're yeah. saying is getting And you're just like, oh, I, yeah. should, should I He's uh, in the wrong place here? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I guess that's over. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, yeah, I don't know. It is a little weird, I guess. Yeah, I don't, is there any? Do you know if there's any way to customize anything about the raid at all? Um, like, because I know some people have, or a lot of people have, like phrases or or, or, or catchphrases or something like that that uh, the the channel does when they when they do the raid. Um, but as far as I know, when when someone has a raid sort of pop up in their their chat box, it doesn't say like, oh, prepare this phrase or something like that. It'd be nice to I think see that something like that, um, or also adjust mm -hmm. the time uh, before the raid starts. Because I think uh, there's a lot of streamers that are doing their outro still or something like that, and then the viewers get teleported mid mid outro or while they're still speaking, mm -hmm. and then you can't you can't catch the end of that. Um, but I don't know. Do you know if there's any customization about the raid feature at all? So there are some settings you can choose, like who is allowed to raid you, like if you don't want certain people to raid you, <laughs> um, or if you only want to accept raids from like teammates or people you follow um stuff like that but i don't think there's any way to customize how many like what the time is because i think 30 seconds is very short because think about your stream yeah. delay right like you by the yeah, time exactly. you tell people that there's a raid the button is going down the screen like halfway through right <laughs> so 
Uh, I think like giving people like three minutes, right? Like, you know, rate is started. This gives people time to join. It gives you time to explain what's happening, to prepare your message. Um, Literally the chat and the video, the whole channel, just, it's like a, uh, it just basically, it's like a forwarding. Like it just forwards you to their, their thing. Like it's, it's, it's yeah, very yeah. weird. It definitely pretty abrupt, all right. Yeah, I'm after. I'm after try this feature out. Maybe tomorrow. See, see how it, see how it is. Does yeah, it I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Um, we, no, it doesn't. Does it automatically host? Okay, um, so, you, so for whoever uh, didn't join the raid, you still have to host, right? Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Um, but yeah, I recommend trying it out. See what it's like. I'm not really sure how I feel about it. I'm not sure how my viewers feel about it. A lot of them were like, I, mm. I like having like, I like to tab it because I like still being in the chat. A lot of people like to just yeah continuously hang in your channel. Chat still after, right? So yeah. So I mean, that being though, it is the first iteration. So give give it yeah. time. You know. Probably, yeah. they'll probably refine the process a bit more and you know, one can hope yeah yeah <laughs> I'd, I'd imagine so you know early access <laughs> yeah yeah so okay, um i mean try it out see see how you feel i'm not really sure if i'll i'll, I'll use it um I, I our raids are i've gotten pretty good at our, our community's gotten good at our raids so i'm not sure if i you know i'm gonna try to teach <laughs> them a new trick or something like um yeah. <laughs> I think it. I think but, it does make uh, it much easier for affiliates, though. Uh, those who are maybe a little bit newer to raids or, or don't really know what the etiquette is, mm-hmm. this sort of streamlines things a bit for them, which I think is nice. Mm-hmm. And I mean, rating is is um, like someone just said in chat. Like, rating is such an important tool for affiliates and smaller streamers. Um, you know being able to raid with even just a handful of people but you're raiding someone around your size like you know you're significantly you know bumping them up like it's huge you know every viewer counts right um so raids is a great tool to um you know try to support other people but it's 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 also networking you know and and you you do hope to get something back like maybe they'll raid you one day you know maybe they'll throw you a host um so you know if you don't raid yet, uh, you should definitely consider it if you're looking to grow. Collaboration is huge. Do you guys do any types of collaborations with like maybe multi streams or? But uh, especially moving into the EFT community, I I, I hope to because there's a lot of awesome awesome EFT streamers out there actually that I'm really enjoying their content. Pebro is one of them. But hit me up, baby. And yeah, actually, no, speaking uh, of, uh, we can just start talking about Escape from Tarkov um, because you guys, right, right. So for for <laughs> streamer Skip Escape from Tarkov, you guys are gonna be talking to someone who has never played the game. So why don't you tell us a little about what is Escape from Tarkov? So uh, I guess my my definition I always give to people who who aren't really who don't really know what the game is is it is a hardcore realistic first person shooter with uh, some MMO and RPG elements with a strong emphasis on loot. Um, I don't know. Pebro is a lot more familiar with the game, so I, I don't know if that's a good accurate a description of it. But that's what I would give. I mean, I think some people heard of it a lot more a long time ago when it first came out in alpha because you had people like Sacriel playing it. 
a lot of big mm -hmm. streamers. There are a couple of big, big streamers picking it up now, like Shroud, for example, has been actually uh, enjoying it for some streams uh, the past few weeks. Um, and it is definitely definitely growing, but that, that, that would be my sort of quick quick definition of what EFT is. I don't know about you, Pebro. Yeah, honestly, same way. It's one of those games that's quite hard to encapsulate quickly. You know, it's almost become a meme in my channel at the stage where people go, is, is this PUBG? You know, um, but uh, because it does, yeah, have that, as you said, like the RPG elements and stuff and uh, yeah. the mix of both like PVE and PVP yeah. in, in instances is quite hard to explain to people as well. Yeah. I find. But yeah, basically survival shooter with, uh, yeah, MMO aspects, I suppose. Yeah. And it is like, it is, it is hardcore. So unless you have this, there are certain special pouches in the game you can have that carry things over death. Um, but otherwise, you drop everything when you die. Um, oh, God. That means, yeah. Um, and because there is sort of an economy where you do have a dollar amount, to, you, have a, you have a finite dollar amount in your inventory. So obviously, if you run out of money and you run out of things in your stash, you have to go in with just your melee weapon pretty much, which is, other than Factory, which is like a really <laughs> small map, is pretty much a death sentence, um, unless you get lucky with some, some desync, that good old desync or, or leg. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's pretty much a death sentence going in without a weapon, but uh, yeah. that's one of the uh, things that attracted me to it, though, because I've always been, like, with MMOs and stuff like that, like, there was a really old MMO called Shadowbane, which was sort of the same concept uh, in terms of PvP, just sort of drop everything, full full loot type of thing, and I've always really enjoyed that, um, and I think for streamers, that does sort of uh, make it a little bit more entertaining to watch, because, you know, streamers, um, the, the chat always blows up uh, when, like, top streamers are using, like, M4 or something like that, which is, like, one of the best weapons. And, and let's say they, they just get taken out by, like, a small pistol or something like that. The chat goes crazy because, mm. you know, that, that gun's essentially lost. Um, you can insure stuff yeah. before you go into the raid, but that's not a guarantee you'll get it back. Um, not until the raid's done and everyone's either dead or gone because uh, there is sort of a sort of a point A to point B type thing to the game where you are trying to, you know, the, hence the name Escape from Tarkov. You're trying to go from one side of the map to the other. Um, there are certain mm -hmm. extraction points. Um, it is, and bear this bear this in mind. This isn't a you know fully released game. This is in, currently in closed beta, and they're planning on, on having open beta um, by the end of the year. But I don't know if you're going to say something, Pebro. Uh, well, just kind of. I think it, I feel like it's translated well, and this is a similar case with PUBG from DayZ because, like, <clears throat> I think it was 2012. DayZ was basically the biggest game on Twitch, right? And, like, that game basically worked, you know, you loot, you spend quite a lot of time looting, and then eventually, or potentially at any time, you can break into PvP. And I yeah. think why people enjoyed PUBG so much, at least at first, was because it it's that process, but sped up, right? <clears throat> You're looting much quicker, much yeah. more to the point, and the PvP is a little more solid. So I think EFT was also a similar situation where it's like, you know, you're not spending hours to get to a certain point where you fight. It's you pick what gear you want to go in with or with the gear you've earned. You go in, you do the raid, you die, you lose everything, uh, you survive, you come out hopefully with some loot and make a profit. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I, yeah, it's, it's basically like you're, can you go in at any point or like do you queue like how you queue with PUBG where you start with like, yeah. you just wait for a full lobby and then you guys all spawn in at the same so, time right now there's like four different maps that you can choose from like which raids you want to go into um mm -hmm. <clears throat> and there's like sort of a global time as well um so that actually you know obviously matters on the the time of day whether you go in at night or not so you like pick a map pick the time of day 
and then you get lobbied in with people and you get into the raid with whatever loot you've chosen. Yeah, in addition to that, though, you have um, so you have your main character, um, and there are stats involved, and they do have a bunch of different skills they're planning on adding. And right now, I think there's only about six skills, but they have tons um, that'll actually affect your character and you know how fast you can run, um, how fast you can potentially bleed out, things like that. Um, there's a very extensive sort of health system in the game. Uh, in addition to uh, if you are a gun nut, this is pretty much the game that you have to play. Um, it has the most extensive modding system and customization in terms of uh, you know optics, suppressors, anything of that sort. Um, but yeah, you have your main character. And then there's also a, Peter was mentioning sort of there's that PVE element. There is an AI faction in the game. Um, you have two different factions, the USEX, which are like the Americans, and then the Bears, which are like the Russians. Um, and then you have uh, sl uh, scavs, which are essentially just scavengers. Um, so they're the AI faction that you can actually encounter in the game. They can shoot you, um, and you can obviously loot them as well. Um, but you also have a scav character that you get one sort of one life every half an hour. And that's like an extra chance to potentially get loot. You, you won't spawn at the same places really as the players, and you'll usually spawn in later on in a raid. So you'll sort of get the scraps of the, the raid as opposed to getting mm -hmm. sort of the best loot. But um, it's just nice, a nice little extra safer way to get loot without really losing anything because you, you go in with pre, uh, a pre-loadout, I guess is the best way to put it. Okay. So, Pebro, um, I know you've been playing this a lot lately. Uh, when did mm -hmm. you start playing this game and how, like, how has it changed your channel, um, if, if at all? Like, uh, did you mm. grow significantly from this or, uh, you know, how has it been for you? Well, it actually came out, well, I started playing it in January, like just at the start of the new year, I got it on like sale. Um, but at the time there was an NDA on it, so you couldn't actually stream it. So that gave me time at least to get used to it and know the ins and outs of it. So eventually when I was allowed to stream it, <clears throat> you know, I already had a pretty fair idea. So I was able to tell people what I was doing and how to do it. And uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. And then as of recently, it's picked up a lot more traction. So yeah, it's been doing really well for the channel and it's a really mm. good place in terms of like, there's a strong community there right now and there's yeah. a lot of viewers who are hungry mm -hmm. to find more streams and, and smaller yeah. streams. It's currently pretty damn rare. Yeah, you know, and having it, that where people are actually want to scroll down the viewer list and see smaller yeah. streamers, you know. And it surprisingly has like even for like for a hardcore game, it like because because I'm just starting you know, just in the past few weeks, I've been getting into EFT a lot more. Uh, it has like one of the most helpful and nice communities for a hardcore game, which for a game like this, where it's full loot stuff like that, you 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 might not expect that. But um, yeah, I was gonna say that's, that's a little surprising. Yeah. Yeah, no, like every, every, all the streamers I've, uh, I've watched and stuff like that, their communities have been amazing. And I've had people, you know, come into my chat and help me out with, with anything I need and point out tips without flat out telling me you're doing, you know, X or Y wrong. Um, everyone's been pretty, pretty helpful. That's really cool. Um, so for new and small streamers, um, you know, is this something that, that, you know, they should wait on or is it worth jumping in now? Like what, what are your guys' recommendations for someone that's, you know, this looks like it's game right up their ally, ally, alley. Uh, and you know, like, should should they play it? Uh, I yeah, think, think it's a great time. Um, yeah, definitely. Like, like people said. This wait, is first of all, of can role. they play it? it? It's you said yeah. it's closed beta. It's closed beta, but you you there are certain pre order packages, and this is actually a good time to, to say oh, this because okay. Black Friday they are having a Black Friday sale. So November twenty third is when it starts until November twenty fifth, I think. 
Um, and it's 25% off all the pre-order packages, and that includes people who already own the game. You can upgrade if you want for 25% off, but I believe the entry package is $45 USD, I think, so it'd be 25% mm -hmm. off that. And then at any point, you can really, if you decide you really, really enjoy it and you want the extra perks, you can upgrade if you want to. Um, I think it's a really, really, really great buy. Um, it's, it's an easy game, I think, to watch streams of, ask questions and then have a really good idea of if you're if you'll like it or not because it is sort of just a game loop of you know you know choose what you want go into the raid loot pvp whatever and then loot loot out or die um so it does have a sort of a game loop where you can really just sort of pick up on that and any streamer pretty much you walk into and ask a question they'll they'll be able to help you out and give you give you a, a better idea of if it's for you um but i think this because this is sort of for you know, people who do enjoy the the hardcore experience, I guess um, mm -hmm. it's relatively easy to to watch and and see if you want to actually pick it up and stream or not. Mm. So, that being said, um, I would recommend people who are like thinking about trying it to maybe just like you know at least learn the basics because yeah, if there are there like already they're like the viewers of the game are becoming a lot more educated on it as well. Like people who don't even have the game seem to yeah. know quite a lot of. Yeah, I have so, some like if you if you were to just completely like start playing it out of nowhere with no idea, you're you'd probably frustrate a few people quite a bit. Yeah. That being said, the community is great right now. That's but, like um, that is like mostly yourself, what I do with every game. <laughs> it's like I go in completely <laughs> blind, like I like yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> this is not a this is not an easy game to pick up and 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 play. It, yeah. it does have a very high learning curve, um, mm -hmm. but behind that learning curve is a very very like deep game and in, in, mm -hmm. in terms of you know um, what it has to offer. So yeah, definitely do okay. your do at least a little bit of research on the basics because at so, the end of the day, it's a hardcore realistic shooter. Mm -hmm, right. So you you mentioned that you can buy packages. Um, if you're a content creator, which you might be watching if you are. Uh, you can actually, it looks like you can request uh, coverage for this game via Reverb. Uh, if you guys don't know what Reverb is, uh, they are a uh, PR firm that had cover. They, they do ARC and uh, a bunch of other games as well. I'm trying to copy and paste the link uh, for you guys. Yeah, like, um, let me, oh, that's not the link. That's the link to the Zoom. That would be really awkward to paste that. Um... Give me one second. Yeah, and actually, also another note, uh, Fat Tits McGee has a good point in chat. <laughs> um, there, is a, there is an offline feature in, in the game right now. I don't know if it's going to transfer over to, to the full release, but um, to learn the basics, you can drop into an offline mode just to go against AI and for, figure out the basics, and you won't lose anything um, doing anything. Okay, you cool. Won't, you, won't, you won't gain anything in the offline, though. Um, so even if you loot and successfully extract you won't actually gain anything but okay does, does so it's like a practice um yeah. so yeah if you're a streamer and you don't know about reverb like this is a, a you want to pay attention because reverb you can uh, essentially you sign up uh you give them your social media your twitch link your youtube if you have that as well uh and you can request keys to games for coverage uh in return they obviously expect you to stream the game and submit some coverage um, you know, showing that you use their key appropriately. Uh, but if you, you know, if, you know, financial, financials are a thing, um, you know, you don't want to drop some money, um, and you're a streamer, click that link and definitely request some coverage for this game, uh, and, and get mm -hmm. access to it. So check out that, that link. Um, one thing I'd say as well on that is, uh, even if you're like a small streamer, like, don't be afraid to ask, they don't just right. give it to like, 
really big yeah. streamers right? they actually do give it to like like yeah lower level affiliates and stuff as well because they want everyone to try the game out you know and see how they yeah. feel about it and give yeah. them a chance so and i, I would say like with any anything like that yeah don't hesitate like don't be ashamed of your viewer size don't lie about your viewer count uh but don't be ashamed of it either this is advice that i see very commonly on twitter from uh people that that work in pr and they get requests from content creators and they're like you know just just tell tell be straightforward um they're like a lot of these companies they don't look for a threshold they're not looking for uh, only Lyric and the top streamers on Twitch. They are just looking for people that have passion, have quality, and, um, you know, like want to play and stream the game. So don't hesitate to, to apply to these types of opportunities. Um, with that said, uh, we are going to talk more about the Twitch affiliate world and Twitch affiliate program, uh, after a quick break, guys. So we're going to take about a, a five minute break real quick. And uh, when we come back, more Twitch affiliate talk, more streaming talk. Save your questions. We'll be doing a Q&A as well. Uh, so we'll be back in just a few minutes, guys, with more of the stream team. And we are back um, with <laughs> the stream scene. Sorry about that. Uh, we're back for the second half of our show, guys. We're going to be talking about... Uh, the Twitch affiliate program a little bit more in depth and, uh, and talking about, uh, our, their experience, Pibro and Karate experience as two Twitch affiliates. And then we will, uh, throw it back to you guys, you know, talking about, um, you know, any advice to help you guys make the most of it and also answering your questions too. Uh, so Pibro, let's start with you. Um, how long have you been a Twitch affiliate? And um, I guess, like, you know, how, how has your experience been? Um, well, I've been an affiliate since the program opened up. So that was... Oh, dear. When was that? It was I don't April? know. Uh, April, yeah. I think, was when it was announced. End of April was when it was announced. Yeah. So it wasn't, like, an instant, but it was within the, you know, week or two after it where they slowly started rolling it out. So... Yeah, I've, I eventually got it because I already had, you know, all the numbers to get in the first place. So it's just a matter of uh, waiting for it. And uh, yeah, at start, honestly, it, it didn't change like a huge amount. Like getting subscribers was definitely an interesting thing. And, you know, I already had a small community, so I had like a little sub base. But I think, uh, yeah, it definitely showed me that there's more potential than I had originally realized, I suppose, getting access to... um affiliate features and i was like okay maybe i can do something with this here yeah. and uh and then joining a stream team recently it's kind of where we have weekly meetings and talk about our progress it's kind of helped me focus and go okay let's actually you know give this a try and see where it goes and yeah so i, I, I don't think i mentioned but i think last week maybe uh sunday i applied for partnerships so oh well, we'll see that goes. yeah thank he'll, you he'll, he'll snipe it i'm sure that was actually one of the, the things that when I walked into Pibro's channel, actually, I was actually surprised he didn't wasn't partnered yet. Just uh, how how he handled his community and the viewership that he had in the community. So I was like, it's like when I saw he was going for partnership, I was like, yeah, you do, you do you, because <laughs> you'll get it. <laughs> we'll see. What we shall see. Because I believe they're bringing in this new uh, 
uh, what is it road to partnership type thing yeah so it's the like achievement more... system yeah 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 so i feel like maybe they'll wait for people um yeah, I guess like so. they might let in as many partners at the moment until that rolls out um, and yeah. you know so they can get that feature rolling and show people how they can improve and whatnot but uh yeah I mean, the affiliate system, or the affiliate, the achievement system is going to be huge for affiliates because it's going to give you concrete numbers yeah. and uh, a roadmap into becoming a partner. Um, you know, right now it's kind of like on the Twitch partnership page, it's like you need 500 viewers or something, but, you know, people have been partnered with like 80 viewers, but then people have applied with 100 and haven't gotten partnered. Uh, so the partnership mm. system as as long as i've been on on twitch for over three and a half years now has just been kind of like i i'm just gonna try and see what happens right and now yeah. it's gonna be like this is where you are this is where you need to be like you know you're gonna know what they're looking for it's gonna be uh you know transparency is, is important um so it's gonna, it's gonna be really helpful uh karate what about you how has the twitch affiliate program um been for you so far how has the you know, has it changed your your perspective on streaming? Uh, I think it has to, it's definitely made me focus a little bit more on, again, sort of shifting that perspective into, because um, I mean, I've always sort of wanted to try and aim a little bit for partnership, even before Affiliate came out. Um, it was actually just around when Affiliate was announced was when I started thinking a little bit uh, about it more. Um, but this sort of sort of helped me solidify it and and, and sort of helped me uh, focus on exactly where I want to take my channel, what I want to do with it as a partner. Um, you know, I have plans other than just just streaming games because um, I, I I think to get partnership um, now and and even down the road, like it, it won't just be streaming games. Um, yeah, um, I think and especially just for longevity purposes and uh, versatility. Um, that word again. Uh, being able to monetize yourself in multiple ways um, and also have a backup plan. So like I, I have a, a career I want and then I'm going to be trying to use uh, Twitch to supplement that rather than trying to go for Twitch as a main sort of source of income. Cause I think like, I would say probably like 1% if, if not less of, of, par of partners are actually doing it full time, contrary to how many viewers think that many of these you know, partner streamers, that's all they do is, is stream. Yeah. Many of them do have full-time jobs, you know, like DJ and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, that's really, um, that's really crucial insight uh, and, and a good way to think about Twitch because a lot of people just see, they see, okay, I want to, I want to be partnered on Twitch. I want to go full-time. I want to play video games, but you know, the truth is the best way to get into streaming is to diversify. And, um, you know, that's why I, I always encourage, you know, thinking outside the box and not just playing games, doing other things too, though. Uh, you know, I feel like we talk, that's a topic that we bring up weekly on the show is, is diversify, <laughs> you know, IRL, cooking, creative, music, um, you know, thinking yeah. of different, different routes mm -hmm. and also just things outside of just streaming. But like, you know, PR or community management, uh, you know, being an artist and stuff. These are all like things that streaming, it, you, it revolves around streaming uh, without actually directly, you know, trying to grind the streaming, you know, life. Uh, yeah. So that's, no, that's really I, good insight. I think, yeah, affiliate program is a good way to sort of, I guess, 
to weed out the the casuals, I guess, people who, who weren't even thinking of going for partnership. Um, and because I know a lot of people, like I see this a lot on the Twitch subreddit and stuff like that, or, or people celebrating their affiliate status, they, a lot of them settle. Um, a lot of them think this mm-hmm. is, this is it. I can, I can, I can earn money. That's all they think about is like, okay, I, I put a dollar to my channel. Now I can actually earn an income rather than asking right. me just for, for tips, you know? And, and that's, um, that's not the bad thing, right? Like, yeah, there's not... nothing, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but I, I think a lot of people, I think people should at least think about because you, because you, you apply for the affiliate status, right? It's not like you have these requirements and you automatically get affiliate. Um, cause it's something you need to think about. Uh, on where you want to take your channel because there's, there's absolutely mm-hmm. nothing wrong with just doing it as a hobby for fun sharing with your friends and I, and I think that's honestly is the best place to start and the best place to sort of keep your channel for a while but um you know you really do have to think on whether or not you want to enter into that affiliate program because that does initially that essentially makes you into like an independent contractor for twitch and there are like there's rules there's contracts and stuff like that there's a lot of you know, tax a lot of lingo that you have to go through and and, and learn um, and if you're not willing to put in the work to learn that stuff, then you you shouldn't apply for it, essentially. Mm-hmm, right. Um, so, Pibro, um, so you have a sub button, right? You have cheering. Do you do anything mm-hmm. special with these new features now that you have them? You know, you you have features that only partners had, you know, for forever until now. Um, do you do do you do anything special with your your new affiliate features? Uh, I yeah, I guess sort of. I just started doing a thing called Cup God of the Week, <laughs> and it's basically where uh, we elect someone's face to be uh you know to become the face of the cup, therefore the Cup God, and uh, you know we try to appease that God uh, weekly if if, if possible. Uh, otherwise, awesome. uh, I mean, not not nothing too crazy really. I mean, other than you know your custom alerts and stuff. But I find with the the affiliate features, all it makes you do is like want the partnership features, right? Because you're like, oh, yeah. I get all this cool new stuff, but oh, I don't get sub badges and get, get a oh, little I taste. Get, get a little taste. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you start wanting much more. You're like, oh god, give me. Oh, oh, now I just really want you know sub badges, and I want all the other like oh, things. That emote slots. Part. That's all I want. It's like I <laughs> yeah. have ideas. I oh. Twitch. I have ideas. Why can't I use those ideas? Yeah. Having- so I got like three emotes made and uh i really want them to be available for everyone you know what i mean but so i can only have one right now and then you know i had to put the other two on tier two and tier three but uh i think i'll be going back on that if partnership does happen and make them available for all but yeah yeah do you guys do any um what about like sub uh sub perks do you guys get do anything special for your subscribers yeah, like I, I have a bunch of sub perks listed in my Discord. Um, obviously, you have sort of the the main ones like sub only um, chat in the Discord, um, things like that. I want I want to because I have a lot more free time now. I want to do go back to uh, something I did a while ago was uh, after stream anime where we essentially on Sundays um, after the stream everyone hops into a website called Rabbit where you can screen share your your screen and we just watch a bunch of anime together. So I think I'm going to be moving that more into sort of the where, where the subs can sort of join me. Um, and occasionally, uh, one of the sub perks is just whenever I'm watching a Netflix show or when, when I feel like playing a game, I'll just throw up in sub chat, um, you know, does anyone want to join me? And they, they can sort of get my time off stream as well. So those kinds mm-hmm. of things. Um, and then also because I'm uh, working on becoming a personal trainer as sort of my main uh, career, um, have a bunch of sort of personal trainer thing related things that are, are for that. But yeah. 
That's cool. Pebro, do you have any, do you do anything special with your subs? Um, I've got a pretty racy Snapchat. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, uh, at the moment, not really. I am. I have some ideas floating around for things I want to do, and particularly for like stretch goals as well. I'm going to start incorporating soon, like uh, for hitting certain mounts, like different things we can try. But uh, yeah, otherwise, nothing particularly crazy. I mean, we have. Uh, I just started playing with subs, so like I start like i make squads on tarkov of subs and mm -hmm. we get a few people in for a few raids and then we get some more people in and uh yeah that, so far that's about it really that's awesome so a um to come home, i suppose is the main thing for now. yeah so now you have uh you're bringing in revenue through twitch it's every uh what is it every 60 days you guys get paid yeah well once yeah once you hit them uh, i think it's hundred dollars uh, the hundred dollar threshold yeah once you hit that it's i think 60 days after that I, I believe yeah okay so the affiliate program is an opportunity for you know these you know streamers that you know for a while just like you know like maybe they get some tips stuff but if you guys don't know it like Bits are huge on Twitch. Bits are, for me, I get way more bits now than I do tips already. Like, it's crazy. Bits are wildly popular. Uh, so, and, and people like to go around and just drop a couple bit, bits. Like, I, you know, I'll see a viewer that I, I've never seen before, and they're just like, you know, here's 100 bits. Like, keep up the good work. It's like, okay, man. And then they just leave. And they're just going on to the next. It's like Santa Claus just wa walking around. Um, so, you know, this can be, uh, for a lot of people, uh, you know, extra revenue that they'd never had access to before. Um, you know, especially the bits. Bits are fun. They're fun to play with. There's cups and stuff with the bits. And... With subs, you know, subscribing, it's five bucks a month. You sub and then forget about it, right? Like, so it's, it's, a, it, it can be some really nice revenue, uh, for affiliates. What, I mean, what should, um, affiliates do with this money? Like, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of them, you know, a lot of you guys want to reinvest into the stream. How though? What, what's the best way? to put this money back into the stream. Mm, I agree with B, bro. What did you say? <laughs> well, honestly, what, uh, oh, no, I said beer, but uh, no, what I was actually going to be putting uh, my money towards, at least for next year, is uh, conventions. So yeah. uh, PAX yeah. East, hopefully, in April. Um, I've already you know, got my tickets for that, and so bits will oh, okay. all be going towards that. Hopefully, maybe TwitchCon later in the year as well. So they're the kind of two of the big goals for next year. That, uh, that's that's pretty that good goal. I mean, cons are great yeah, for networking expensive. and expensive. But expensive. Yes, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, it's yeah. those are really good opportunities. So that's and hey, I'm going to Paxi's too. So I'd love to meet you. You know, that's like right there, like some FaceTime. Um, so that's that's a really smart investment, uh, but a very expensive investment. Um, what about you, Karate? Um, well, short term, I think I think a lot of affiliates can do is obviously you know, giveaways. I mean, that's a really short-term thing um, that can sort of give you that nice sort of uh, quick emotional boost, ego boost, I guess, uh, seeing those numbers go up a little bit. Um, obviously, just bear in mind, you don't want to turn into a, a giveaway channel or anything like that. Um, but obviously, I think the first thing, fill any technical issues you're having. 
um, whether it be audio, right. video upgrades there. Um, you know, those are sort of the things that are going to make a big difference um, growing forward just because of how important first impressions are. Um, right. You can obviously use that money as well for uh, things like graphics and overlays. Like myself, for example, like I have a graphics guy. Like I have no artistic talent whatsoever. So I did not attempt to do anything of my, my own. I was like, yeah, outsource that. Um, and that's not a bad thing either is to, to know where to outsource that kind of work mm-hmm. um, to sort of make it a little bit easier on yourself to focus on your own content. But yeah. yeah. And uh, with what you said about graphics, uh, you know, paying an artist to do your Twitch emotes, like you're investing money into something that could potentially increase your money. Like if you have really cool emotes, you know, I know pe- people that get, you know, maybe, you know, a hundred or so viewers and, but they have over a thousand subscribers because their emotes are just so good. Like people love them. People will just sub <laughs> yeah. to them. They'll never watch that streamer, but they will sub for those emotes. Um, you know, and, and you guys, you know, you get one tier one, one tier two, one tier three. So, uh, it's a little bit harder to, of a sell, but you know, having, having nice emotes is a, is a really smart investment. Um, you know, paying someone to, to do something nice and, and, and switching them out every now and then too. Uh, don't go stale with your emotes. You know, I, I would try to switch them like maybe every six months or something, you know, depending on your budget and your artistic ability. Uh, try to, try to change it up, especially like, you know, like I said, you only have access to three emote slots. So, uh, yeah. you know, changing them up for your, for your viewers and your supporters is, um, it's, it's a way to, 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 you know, excite them again and, and, you know, could entice some new viewers too. Everyone, uh, everyone loves new and flashy stuff. Yeah, I just got a yeah, a, a new course. emote. Let's... Oh yeah, you got a new one. Yeah, and, and I think it's a trend with a, a lot of streamers now where they're doing like holidays and stuff. So like, you know, getting some Christmas emotes or Halloween emotes oh, or yeah. something like that, and uh, like reskinning their emotes like for the holidays too. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's 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 one option. Yeah, I just they're spamming a new emote right now. <laughs> oh, go gobble! I, like, I still love the pink one. I think that that's the best one. Which one? Loco okay. Oh, the ones that I've drawn in under five minutes. Most popular. But yeah, so reinvesting your money is uh, is especially for production. Having some nice audio, like when you listen to these guys talk, like is it? It's just, it sounds nice. It sounds relaxing, you know. <laughs> right, like uh, you don't have to go crazy with like the most expensive audio that you can find, but yeah. getting you know no headset mic nonsense, you know, get something decent. Um, I'm using a Blue Yeti, yeah, sure. and you can go as cheap as that. A Blue Yeti, I think it's like what like 100 to 200 dollars it's a usb mic plug and play like sounds sounds decent um yeah Yeah. and going back to kind of what we were talking about earlier it's like uh you know how it's it's getting harder to impress viewers now new viewers right so you know if, if someone comes in and hears a a headset mic you know like it or lump it you know they're not going to be too impressed you know there's a there's a standard now Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah, you can get a USB mic for like you said, hundred quid. You know, it's and it's it it 
comes back to you big time. And I know mm-hmm. for me as well, as someone who doesn't use a cam, mo- the vast majority of the time, uh, having a good microphone is pretty damn important. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's definitely like a, a very, very tough thing to do to pull off is the no cam streaming. Oh, yeah. Um, how do you like what's your mentality like with not having a camera? Like, you know, do you find yourself wanting to like talk more to compensate or just focus more on production? Like, how do you how do you handle mm-hmm. that? Yeah, so you definitely that you do have to talk more for sure. Like there is a certain level of like if you have a cam you have a lot more leeway to be quiet at certain periods, that kind of thing. But from an early stage, I I kind of drilled into me the idea of like, you know, no dead air at any time. And I feel for me personally as well, I do a lot of like accents and stupid voices and kind of thing, you know, that kind of deal. So it kind of works for me better actually. And and that's why having tried the cam, I still kind of prefer not using one because it kind of works better for the kind of thing I'm trying to do I feel anyway and I think a lot of people would agree with me I mean sure you know they would like to see my face at times but I I genuinely think I'm better off without it are you ever gonna do a a face reveal (laughs) I have I've actually done cam streams like I have tested it out just to test the waters you know I feel about it and you know Mm -hmm. and get rid of any kind of fear of having a cam in my face because obviously there was a level of that originally but um yeah, I feel having tried it now, I kind of, I just prefer not having one. I think it just does work better. Interesting. Um, yeah. So do you guys have a set stream schedule? Do you guys stream at, at a certain time every day? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do now. Like uh, just in, up until a couple of weeks ago, I had a full-time job that was a little bit sporadic. So mm-hmm. it was weekends were always consistent and that's where I, where I always had my best viewership. No surprise there. Um but now that I have a lot more free time, yeah, I have a I have a set schedule. I think I think it's just another standard that is is sort of of which you sort of need that schedule. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. No, like because as I said before, like I'm been on and off for like two years or whatever, and as of the past month, uh, a little bit over, I started actually going hard at a schedule, and mm-hmm. I cannot <laughs> recommend one enough. Like without a schedule, you're <laughs> kind of lost. Yeah, yeah. Being back at that same time where people will know, like, okay, this he's going to be on at eight p.m. You know, they don't have to check anywhere or anything. They just come on, and there you are. You know, it's a huge difference for sure. And Karate, you mentioned like you know you were balancing streaming with a full time job for a a while. How how do you like how do you balance that? How do you find that uh, balance? Because a lot of Twitch affiliates, you know, probably have full-time <laughs> jobs and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think it just depends on how much you actually want to get out of Twitch. Um, like uh, when I was doing the full-time job sort of near the end there when it was getting a little bit more sporadic and a lot more overtime, things like that. Um, I just didn't have, I didn't want to stress about it too much because I knew if I, you know, tried to have a set schedule, I knew I would just punish myself if I missed a couple of streams because of my job. But it was, it's obviously something that's out of my control. Um, I, I think a lot of people with full-time jobs just need to sort of, it's, it's really all about prior priorities. Um, it's, you know, if, if it's that important to you, you will find time to make for it and you will be able to keep it consistent. Um, same thing with, you know, exercise, for example, is just a matter of priorities. Um, you know, uh, I, I think that you want to obviously just find a time where you can consistently stream for at least a, a couple hours. Uh, I find usually three hours is a good starting point. If you can, two 
definitely sort of at the minimum, but um, I, I see some people sort of ask like, you know, I stream like an hour a day or whatever like that. And they, they wonder why they're not growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, you still have to make time for yourself, your family. Uh, like when I first started my stream, uh, I sort of blew up because I was, I had connections with a larger streamer. Um, and, but I was at the point where I sort of got hooked on it and I, that's like all I thought about. That's all I did. Um, and I sort of ignored social, other social interactions and things like that, but that's important to human to us human beings so <laughs> even with a full-time job and you know if, if streaming is important still worry um about making time for yourself making time you know for off stream off stream things too like that's a big thing if you want to grow yeah it's not just being the online personality it is all the back-end work it is you know checking out other streams seeing where you can grow there and reviewing critiquing and analyzing that kind of that yeah kind of stuff. i mean it, let's say you're too tired to stream after work one day. Uh, no, you know, happened, yeah. you can still take an opportunity to improve your stream, though. Like, you don't have to feel like yeah. it's a complete loss. Uh, you know, if, if you have some energy, try to put some work into, you know, planning a new event for your stream or working on, you know, a new feature, setting up a giveaway. Networking is pretty easy to do. It's just time consuming. Right. Like networking, you want to find streamers around your size, similar community or similar vibe as you, you know, whatever that vibe is. Uh, go into check into the stream, say hi, sit and chat for a bit, you know, ask them what they're playing, how they're liking it. Now, don't do not go in there and be like, oh, yeah, I'm not streaming today. I'm too tired. Or don't be like, oh, I just got done streaming or whatever. Don't don't secretly mention your stream in some weird way, because. Uh, yeah. It always leaves a bad taste in everyone's mouth if you're like, you know, oh, I'm going to go stream. I'll see you guys later. Have a great one. Like, just, just, it, it's like a secret way to advertise a stream. And it, it just looks bad. Um, yeah. Even if you, you're not meaning to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, uh, in, in terms of like networking and stuff like that, for, for you, P, bro, because I notice you, you are um, like EFT friends with a lot of partnered EFT streamers. Like, is, did you were you just streaming EFT and they hopped in your channel, or did you actually actively reach out to them? Um, well, a few of them I already knew from quite a long time beforehand. Like, say, Markstrom, for instance. Like, we we go back quite a long time in the Daisy days and everything. So, okay. honestly, just a lot of Daisy people have moved to EFT. So I know a lot of yeah. people through that, and also just um, yeah, having been there since the NDA dropped. Uh, yeah, I've kind of got to know a lot of. A lot of other streamers in the EFT category between like raiding them, them raiding me, nice. and this stream team as well, of course. So cool. That's really helpful. Yeah. Uh, you know, people playing the same game as you. Um, if you're going to, you know, raid somebody or try to extend, you know, uh, a connection with somebody that you don't know yet, I definitely recommend, you know, spending time in their chat first. Um, if, if it's somebody that you end up wanting to raid, um, ask them first if you if it's okay um i'm sure a lot of times they'll probably say yes but um you know if if you're gonna raid somebody that that doesn't know you uh it's a little bit awkward you know and the the person that's receiving the raid wants to be able to say something about you right like they want to be like hey follow them they play this like you know that's usually what i do when i get a raid i'm like you know check this out like i know this person uh they're awesome i can vouch for them um so, you know, this this goes back to when we were talking about rating, rating earlier in the show, but, um, like, sorry about that. Uh, 
like talk to uh talk to talk to that person beforehand and spend some time in their chat. Uh, you know, so networking can be as simple as just saying hi, checking in with with fellow streamers uh, that oh, yeah. you know you've gotten to know or want to get to know. I mean, most of my viewership is from pretty much purely networking. I mean, a lot of like Logos community, for example, knows me, um, and and coming off of that, like I I moderated for someone else and just yeah, like like Logo said, just chatting. The more you chat, the more you get yourself out there. The more people will just recognize you, um, and just just be helpful. I mean, be helpful as much as you can. Um, that, that'll open, open doorways. And it's also one of the th those things where, you know, just like developers and publishers talk, you know, other streamers talk as well. Um, especially if you're doing uh, local stuff, which is also another good way to, to network. If, if, if you, if you notice any local meetups happening in your area, like definitely go to them. Um, it's a great way to just not to get, not just to get to know people in the, in the good old real world. Um, but it's a good way to network and check out other streams that are usually around your, your size as well. So that's another big thing. And there is a, there's a, actually a, a calendar on streamersquare.com. If you want to check that out, there are events that pop up there. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a right. lot of community of community meetups going on. Yeah. What's that, P-Bro? No, no, I was just teasing cheeky plug oh. there. For the <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a lot of Twitch meetups and, Definitely look around in whatever near city that you're at, uh, because there's probably one near you and it's a way to get your first steps into networking in person without the daunting task of trying to navigate a convention, right? Like that's a huge step. Uh, so you can go to a local meetup, you know, maybe there's 10, 20 people there. Uh, you know, some of them are as big as several hundred, to be honest. So, uh, going to these local meetups can seem scary, but bring your business cards. You know, just go have fun and you don't know what kind of connections you make. Like when you see someone in person, it's different from, you know, seeing a username. When you see someone in person, like, you know, no one cares about how many viewers you have. They're not going to, you shouldn't ask like, you know, that question or if they're a partner <laughs> or not. You're like, you're just trying to talk to somebody like they're a human being. And that's, um, that's just how like the, the most genuine connections are made. Have you guys uh, had any chances to go to conventions yet or any meetups? And if so, you know, how was your experience with that? Uh, conventions, no, uh, just because I have other financial priorities, I guess. But next year, I'm definitely going to conventions. And as for local meetups, um, there's an esports bar that just opened up this year in my city that uh, that hosted some meetups. Nice. And yeah, amazing. Um, have made real life friends from it. And also we we visit each other's streams and support each other that way. And when, especially if you're an affiliate, it's just all about sort of that, that one extra viewer and one extra person coming to your stream is extremely important. So the more, the more, the merrier type of thing. Yeah. I went to a, a convention last year. Honestly, I kind of more focused on chilling with my community and perhaps maybe or maybe not drinking quite a lot of alcohol. <laughs> um, however, yeah, the, the, the future ones are going to be a lot more, well, I'm going to, you know, try and make sure there's a, a nice clean uh, balance of, of the two, you know, <laughs> and maybe not at the same time, you know, so, you gotta, you gotta have fun. You got, you gotta have fun. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> um, so we want to open up the floor to you guys uh, a bit. So if you guys have any questions, about being an affiliate, um, anything at all, really. If you guys have any questions, you know, 
pour it into the chat. Uh, we'll take your questions here for the next 15 minutes or so and, um, you know, try to answer the best uh, we can. Um, but if you guys, uh, Karate Pibro, do you guys have any, any tips, uh, just general tips for affiliates or, or aspiring affiliates? Um, hmm. I mean, for, to get affiliate status and, and, and to be an affiliate, I think just the, there's a lot of those general rules, you know, make a schedule, stay consistent, um, think about your game choice, things like that. Um, but I, I, I think the main thing is to just not worry. I, I think that actually roadblocks a lot of people just worrying about the numbers, worrying about, um, you know, I, I browse the Twitch subreddit a lot and it's, it's a lot of, you know, what is the best here? What is the best there? When really a simple Google answer would, would solve that problem. Um, be resourceful. That's my biggest tip actually. Know, know how to search for information, know how to be creative because that's something that I think not a lot of people do is they just go to Google or they go to forums and ask a question that can easily be solved with a quick Google. But Tebro, hmm. any tips? Um, uh, I'd say one of the biggest things is to find the right game, really. You know, hmm. the, just a matter of picking the ones that have the balance of people like to watch it and you like to play it. Like that is a golden rule that's pretty difficult to find in a lot of games right now. Um, and just making sure that it's, it's, you know, it's the kind of game people are open to finding new streamers in, you yeah. know, like say for example, you know, like, like Lee legends or, or PUBG right now is just so saturated and, you know, you might love to play the game, but <laughs> You know, you start from the bottom. Uh, it's it's <laughs> going to take a lot of scrolling for someone to find you, so it's incredibly right. unlikely. Um, yeah. And that that's not to you know, kind of you know, put people down or anything, but it, it's it it's is reality. Definitely, it's reality, right? Yeah, you yeah. you got to pick a game that that uh, that you can actually get found in for a start as well, if you want to grow at all. Yeah. So first question: Was it hard to hit requirements um, for affiliate? Well, I, I think. I guess Pebro and I aren't the best task because I think both of us started out being way above the yeah. requirements already. So, so um, what think... are the requirements for those that don't know? Um, you need eight hours broadcast in the last 30 days, uh, seven unique broadcast days in the last 30 days, an average of three concurrent viewers or more over the last 30 days, and at least 50 followers. So I would say the hardest thing, the thing that's out of your control for the most part is the concurrent viewers, right? Like you can choose when you stream and how often you stream. Like that's, that's completely in your control. Um, you know, the 50 followers is, uh, not no. in your control either, but it does go hand in hand with your concurrent viewer count. Um, the biggest thing that I say, I, I honestly believe that any person could get an affiliate status. Because for the three concurrent viewers, you need your mom, your dad, and your friend your friend. Like, just <laughs> ask <laughs> Mubot. Um, ask your friends and your family to tune in when you're streaming. Like, literally yeah. text them when you're going live uh, and let them know to just, just be like, yo, mom. I don't know why you're texting your mom, but you're texting your mom, Watch mom. Please tune into my stream. You don't have to actually watch. Just put the, but just open it, right? Just go to this link and leave it open. Uh, and just have some people lurk. Like there's three viewers right there. Done. 
50 viewers can be hard. Um, uh, I would say giveaways are a good way to kind of bump up your, your follower count. Uh, you know, if you can give away like a free game or something, uh, there's a yeah, site called Gleam that is what, what I use. Yeah, that's what I use. Oh, too. what's up? I would just say yeah, just know okay. what comes with giveaways whenever you advertise giveaways. Like, don't, like, you get a very low, low, low percentage of people who come for giveaways that will actually stick around. Um, it's it's, a, it's yeah. a nice way to get a little bit of a boost in numbers, um, which is important. But you just got to keep that in mind just because, you know, you will have some higher traffic during the giveaways, but that will drop. So just, yeah, prepare for that, I guess, uh, emotionally, if you're not familiar yeah. with that. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's... Uh... It's all about getting people through the door at the end of the day. Uh, so I like giveaways. Yeah. I'm a big fan of giveaways. But yeah, you do have to understand what they mean. Um, you know, if you are advertising giveaways in your channel, there are going to be people that come in and they're like, okay, when's the giveaway? When's the giveaway? When's the giveaway? And then when the giveaway happens and then it's done, they're gone. But that's that's not a viewer that like, okay, you didn't win that person over. But what you're doing is you got that person in the door right you had a chance to convince them so for every person that's like that there's a chance that you're going to convince someone uh to to, to tune in and, and perhaps enjoy the stream um so giveaways are definitely a really powerful tool for getting people through the door and also getting those stats up uh your social media links and your twitch Um, how important has social media been in growing uh, growing our channels? Uh, and what platforms do we use? Uh, I I use Discord. I think the two the two that you definitely need are Twitter and Discord. Um, those are just given. I think at this point, it's one of those standard things. Um, I am thinking about starting an Instagram. Um, I, I do know that that one's getting a lot more popular, uh, but I'm still sort of um, not sure how I'm going to attack that one because I I do a lot of pictures to my Twitter anyways, so I, I need to find a way to actually make use out of my Instagram. Um, but it's definitely yeah, it's important to social media. Instagram is it's caught me by surprise. I've started using it recently. It's so popular. I don't think yeah. it's a necessity for growing your stream. I think it's yeah. very good for growing your brand uh, as being you know a person in the industry you know, it's may not get people into your stream, but, um, you know, it's, it's a great statistic to have. And, uh, it's crazy. The numbers you can get growing your Instagram. I would say the number one tool, if you're going to focus on one thing is Twitter is so powerful. Yeah, it's a, if you don't have a Twitter, go make one right now. Yeah. It is such an important yeah, tool totally. for, um, for everything, for everything that you do, uh, Pebro, do you have any insight? Yeah, you said you had a you had, you had oh, a nice Snapchat, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've actually been kind of stuck. I haven't used that as much lately, but I, you know, I wouldn't really use that for telling people when to stream and stuff. But mm. uh, honestly, yeah, Twitter and Discord for me are definitely um, essentials. Like Discord for me at the moment is like kind of like the chat away from chat. You know, like when you're yeah. not streaming, people can still be in there and chilling and. Also, you can have like a sort of looking for group section for games, that kind of thing. And Yeah. It's about building a community, I think, on Discord. And then Twitter oh, yeah, is just sure. a quick and easy way to connect with people, um, yeah. especially companies, brand, other brands, things like that. Discord is good for keeping the community that you, you get, but yeah. Twitter is going to be what gets you 
that growth, right? Gets you the new faces. Um, there's no real way mm -hmm. to kind of grow through Discord besides networking. It's great for networking and, and networking with yeah. other communities. Um, but Twitter, like, I, I, I mean, we, I think I need to do a whole show dedicated to just talking about Twitter because uh, <laughs> it is so powerful. Um, whenever you're going live, you should be tweeting. Don't fill your tweet with a bunch of hashtags and, and cover it. And like, if I can't find your link in the midst of all those hashtags and ads and stuff, like you, yeah. you've lost me, right? Like I'm not even going to spend a, a second to look for it. Like if I can't cleanly see your link, I'm and, not and even going to uh, Someone asked in chat, would it be a reliable source of networking? Yes, but there is an etiquette like I've, one of uh, I'm not gonna name any names, but I've been I've been tagged by this person where he just tags a ton of people when he goes live. Stuff like that is stuff you want to avoid. So it can <laughs> be used for networking, but definitely got to be there is just like on Twitch, there's sort of an etiquette on on how to do things properly. But no mm -hmm. no hashtags I think is a big one. Um, like no hashtags in terms of if you are streaming a certain game, no what tag it uses because um, there's been so many times, especially with indie games. This is a big one. Uh, where they'll just look through streamers and then they'll retweet that kind of stuff if people are streaming their game. So yeah, they're just making good uh, decorum for that. I think it's always a good thing to tag whatever game you're playing. Or you know, if you're playing PUBG, tag the PUBG Twitter. Uh, if you're playing an indie game, definitely t tag their Twitter because they're probably gonna come say hi, or they're gonna they're gonna lurk and see how you're doing, and then they might be like, "Hey, I'm a dev. Thanks for streaming." Hey, I'm going to give out some keys to your chat. Is that okay? Like I've had plenty of devs come in, lurk, and yeah. then be like, I'm, I want to give away some keys to your chat. Like yeah. uh, you, you, you won't find that unless you're using the proper hashtag or the proper at, uh, you know, to their handle. Um, you know, don't, don't harass them. Don't spam them. But if you're going live, you know, tag them, um, include an yeah. image in your tweet as well. Um... Yeah, it's just because there, there's a lot of like super active uh, community managers within so many game companies now, and they're yeah. all looking through more oh, or yeah. less Twitter. And yeah, I've had a few instances of that where people, you know, a community manager will come in and go, "Yeah, I've got a few keys here. If you want to give them out to your chat, that kind of thing." And it's uh, yeah, definitely worthwhile. Also, one yeah. thing I'd mention having the having a business email in your Twitch Twitter bio. Yes, oh, that's yeah. a that is yeah. a big one because the. Uh, yeah, like a company sees your name, the first thing they're going to look for if they want to offer you a game contact key, you. Yeah, is that email. So I would say yeah. to anyone, if you don't have your your uh, your email in your Twitter bio, go go get some. <laughs> get it in you. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you the number of times I've seen a uh, a public relations person or or community manager tweet. Guys, please include your email. I want to contact you guys. You're missing out on opportunities. And this yeah. goes for smaller streamers as well. Like, it literally can't hurt to have your email. Uh, don't just make sure your email is like, you know, something about your stream. Like, you know, yeah. uh, tcoop16gmail.com. That's fine. But if you're tcoop16, you don't want your Gmail to be like, uh, you know, Barbie fan for life 2938 at Gmail. Like, so make sure that it's like something, you know, with your username. Um, at Gmail, done. Business email, done. Um, yeah. Do that for sure. It, it doesn't hurt. Um, 
Next question is a, this is going to be a very tough question. Uh, how do you break th through a plateau in your stream? Hmm. Um, <laughs> in terms of viewership or, or, or like, I guess, feeling stagnant with you, uh, your with, stream. Yeah. Um, I mean, both, right? Yeah. Like it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess that is the same thing. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, yeah, well, I suppose when that happens, you just got to look at your content and go, well, what am I doing here? And what, what can I introduce? Like, what, what new thing can I bring to the table? Because clearly, you know, you got you got to start, you know, adding some new things to your stream and doing some, well, trying out new things. And otherwise, you know, if you do the same thing all the time, it's just going to, naturally, you're going to stagnate. So yeah, I guess that keeps thinking, isn't it? Yeah, to add on that is just when you're making a change, look for a change that you're obviously going to be happy with. Like, don't look for a change with the hopes that, okay, this is going to get me viewers. Uh, go with a change that, uh, you know, I am very interested in this game. You know, this game makes me happy. I mean, that's one of the reasons that I started streaming Escape from Tarkov is because, you know, I wanted to, you know, just play something that uh, I was going to enjoy because um, I, I did feel a little bit stagnant for, for a while. Um, and But it, sometimes it's just about hopping um and, and and testing games out don't hop too fast i think if you go if, if you are going to change stuff though like don't do a new game every every day type of thing um mm -hmm. you know try it out for a few streams see, see you know check your viewers and, and and also big thing is to get feedback from your community like ask like the don't be afraid to ask your your community okay how do you guys feel about this game are, are you guys enjoying this um because obviously some people you know a lot of streamers do have a connection with their chat in the sense that if their chat's having fun they're they're obviously going to just have fun automatically no matter what what's going on but yeah and i i think it's important to realize that you know a plateau isn't always a bad thing um it's kind of part of variety streaming uh you know yeah. there's you'll have like little growth spurts, uh, little opportunities, you know, where you have more viewers and you surge or something. Uh, but then it's like, if you're not declining, you know, plateauing isn't, isn't necessarily a terrible thing. Now, yeah. obviously it doesn't feel great if you're plateauing for a long period of time. Um, there's a couple things that you can do. Uh, I mean, obviously it comes down to just change, right? Like you got to change something. Um, oh, yeah. Whether yeah. you want to try different changes uh like little tweaks i would say like you know maybe try starting in a, a 30 minutes or an hour early or uh you know try um you know maybe try a different game or something like that um or you can do something drastic you can try to rebrand your stream get new graphics new overlays you know just try to try to you know bring bring a new spark um events i always suggest events you know, planning a party for your stream, yeah. you know, doing some kind of like viewer day is always fun. Um, planning, you know, uh, something around the holidays, I would say a charity stream, you know, charity streams are a great way to excite your community and people just love different events to look forward to. Um, yeah. Yeah. And stretch goals as well. Like if, you know, if we can mm. reach a certain level, we're going to do such and such and that kind of thing. Yeah. Which is I'm only starting to introduce now, to be honest, especially with like now that we have subs and all that, it's kind of, you know, gives you the chance to have another thing to aim toward, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, this was an interesting one. Maybe, maybe Pebro could uh, chime on this one for as an alternative to streaming with a face cam is streaming with face rigs. A good idea today. 
Did you ever think about that, Pebro? Honestly, I I did think about it. There was a point where I was maybe or maybe not working on a banana with a face. Oh, uh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that, that got canned after a while because oh, okay. that delay irks me way too bad. I, I don't know about you guys, um, but I, it's just there's always going to be that delay in the mouth movement. And oh, that was yeah. the main thing I was looking into, was if there was a way to lag the actual stream in order to synchronize it to have a perfect one-to-one uh, mouth movement thing yeah. so that, that was honestly the one thing i was looking into um which was just seems to be undoable as of now i mm. i don't think there's anything wrong with it but one of the things is like if you're going to be using some like preset face rig that everyone else has access to yeah uh, maybe not great what i would recommend is try to maybe get one made or even try to make one yourself like i don't know if yeah. you guys know like Stribly, but he's got his own like oh, custom yeah. Base ring type big ones, right? Like, yeah. it's like hand drawn yeah. stuff, and it all has all so, the different animations. Exactly. Like, if you're using one that anyone else has access to, that's not going to get you too far, really, is it? You need to have your own sort of signature yeah. and yeah. stand out with something like that. And, you know, if you like have never used Face Rig before, and now all of a sudden you want to start using it, um, you know, it may not go well to just go full Face Rig, right? And just, oh, I'm a permanent. Like gorilla now, like this is my gorilla face rig. I'm rebranding. Um, but what you can do is you can use it as a fun tool to bring in every now and then. Like you know, you could be like, uh, Saturday is Catterdays, and on Saturdays you're a cat. You know, like <laughs> Saturday the cat. You know, you can you can make a whole character. You can get into role playing with it. Like it really can add some some pretty cool dynamic to your stream where you're like. You know, oh, Wacky Wednesday, you know, you're Bobo the Clown. Uh, you know, there's an entirely different persona, right? So it, it can it can be a pretty cool way to freshen up the stream and bring bring a cool little twist. Yeah, Try I think it's something you, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Who doesn't want to see a fish, you know, on, on a Tuesday? Come on. <laughs> I, I think it's something you, you need to... You, you you can't really half-ass face rigs, I think. I think you really need to go sort of either don't do it or really plan it out and, and, and figure out what you want to do and how it can potentially yeah. affect your growth. Yeah. Like, this, just design a full-fledged character and then just pop on one day and be like, yeah. oh, just com- someone completely different. I mean, role-playing has, is something that we've talked about on the show, and it's it's a very popular thing on Twitch. You have, you know, Dr. Disrespect as a character. Uh, you have people that stream as different characters, as different face rigs. And then you just al- also have, like, the role-playing in-game, right? You have, like, the, the GTA RP, uh, ARC RP, stuff like that. So, um, I mean, role-playing is, is fun. People love that stuff. So, if you know, face rig is an option for that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, this is a question for for Pebro and Karate. Uh, what do you personally feel is YouTube's place in your growth? Do you guys YouTube at all? Uh, I I do. I, I definitely want to do a lot more with my YouTube. Um, it, right now it's mainly just uh short short videos for Escape from Tarkov that I want to show off. Or, but main source is obviously highlights. I think it's a big way to just catalog your highlights and. Essentially, the the main goal for YouTube is just a way to drive more traffic to your Twitch channel, um, if that's going to be your main source of uh, content. But it is a nice way to be able to do more produced content that's uh, either hard or just not really possible on a live stream. Um, for example, with me being 
more fitness related, you know, workouts and things like that. That's something that I, that's a little bit harder to do on uh, a live stream, but I, I, I definitely want to focus more on that on for, for YouTube. But um, I've definitely had a lot of traffic from YouTube come to my Twitch channel. Um, it's just a matter of, you do have to keep up on reminding people that, you know, the Twitch is where you want to grow. So if you wouldn't mind at least checking you out, you know, stop by, give it the channel a follow. And then, uh, you know, if, if they enjoy your content on YouTube, they're very likely going to enjoy your content on Twitch. So I, I think they work well together. About you, um, yeah, no, I'd, I'd definitely be inclined to agree. Uh, I know when I used to play Daisy, I used to make videos like here and there, not regularly. It's just so hard to find the time to like maintain a consistent upload kind of thing but uh it definitely helped because it's just another you know form of content that you can hit at communities with and they'll you know it's yeah. like in youtube and come check out your channel you know uh, yeah. as of recently though i kind of turned a new leaf and i'm kind of coming back to youtube uh only i'm trying sort of like one minute gaming news but to say it's gaming news is a bit of a stretch it's completely like satirical total yeah. piss take yeah, I think I saw your list. Uh, it's actually pretty good. I like it. <laughs> cheers, cheers. But so hopefully I'm going to be doing like one of those a week because it's something I can feasibly make pretty quickly and and get out there. So um and I think if it, you know, it's it's one of those kind of pieces of content where eventually one might hit in the right place at the right time and that could bring you potentially quite a quite a bit of extra attention. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm going to keep at it for now. And obviously, also, I really enjoy making it, which yeah. definitely yeah. helps. Yeah, at the end so, of the day, it's just a matter of getting more eyes on your Twitch channel if you want to grow right. it. Yeah. So it's just another good source. Yeah, for sure. yeah um, YouTube can be like time-consuming. Uh, so if you work full-time and then you're trying to stream you know, in your spare time, uh, taking on YouTube can definitely be a challenge. Uh, what I recommend doing is um, the, at, at the bare minimum, if you, if you want to get into YouTube, uh, what you can do is, you know, either you're making highlights, hopefully, of your Twitch stream or, um, you know, maybe you have some mods or, you know, a partner, uh, uh, like a like a boyfriend or, you know, a wife or so someone someone that supports you that can make highlights for your stream. Um, highlights are in it of itself on Twitch, a really helpful way for people to get a grasp of your content in just a few minutes time. Uh, not only are they good for sending out to like PR and CM to show them what you do and what you're all about. Um, but it's also really great for viewers too. Viewers love highlights. They love to see the best moments of a stream. You know, it's like the cliff notes of, 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 you know, seven hours of content, right? Like you just can watch two or three minutes and you know, there you go. You, you, you're, it's very entertaining. Um, and the cool thing about highlighting on Twitch is, you know, you don't need any real video editing experience. It's, it's, it's very like, it's very simple to do. And then what you can do is just export it to YouTube. So my YouTube is just exports of, uh, <laughs> of Twitch content. Uh, so, you know, my mods help to cut highlights. They, they write down the times during the stream then some of my mods will cut them into highlights and then just ship them to YouTube. Uh, and it's a, it's, it's a very simple way to get content on YouTube. And, um, and people love highlights. You got to make highlights for your stream. It's, 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 it's yeah. a win-win. Yeah, for sure. Like on YouTube right now, there's, there are channels that are making money, like real money off the back of like just 
Dr. Disrespect clip montages and stuff and <laughs> many others as well. So, you know, better that you probably make it yourself before other people start doing it for you, you know? And it's just another skill to add to your arsenal of being a content mm-hmm. creator, um, being able to have other ways to monetize yourself. And yeah, good thing to, good thing to have. I think YouTube's mm-hmm. important. Yeah, um, for sure. All right, so this will be a la- our last question for the show. Uh, are you guys building a community outside of Twitch, like on Discord or Reddit? Uh, yeah, I think we touched on it a little bit earlier, but yeah, Discord is is the way to uh, sort of build that community off stream. Um, because it, you you can coordinate things like uh, you know, for example, P Bros, uh, you know, sub squads on EFT and stuff like that. Um, it, it's also a way to sort of connect everybody um, for all your content as well. If you do a bunch of different stuff, um, for example, I have my, my own podcast and then I also do YouTube, obviously, and that's just a, a nice central place to sort of keep all of your your true loyal viewers um, connected to all your different sources of content and drive traffic everywhere. Um, and also just a nice way to connect with people because obviously you can't be on stream 24-7. So especially considering you can do Discord on your phone. Um, I chat with my community all the time. Even when I was at doing a full-time job and I'm out on a job or something like that, I'll, I'll check the Discord, say, say hello, see how everyone's doing. And that's important for, for keeping people there and also potentially mm-hmm. growing. Pebro? Um, yeah, so, so yeah, Discord is a big one for me. It's where we elect our cup god for the week very important um and also yeah looking for group um a place to just chat in general is good also recently one thing i actually recommend is uh snapchat uh, uh because they recently upped the uh, group like limit how many people you can have in it so if, if you've got like particularly like closer members of your community it's kind of a cool way to just like for us we just throw pictures back and forth of whatever we're doing at the time and you know, don't don't get any don't get any crazy ideas now, guys. I know I know I know where that your minds are wandering. Okay, but, um, <laughs> you you know what I mean. Those you can have like a, maybe forty or fifty people, I think, and that's a pretty cool way to like you know, just uh, yeah, yeah yeah. But yeah, Discord is uh, I think the key. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Reddit, but I know there are some larger larger uh, Twitch streamers that do do Reddit. Yeah, Reddit kind of scares me a little, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, oh, Reddit is a scary place. It's a, I mean, it is definitely a scary place. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I tried at one point to make a, a a Reddit, but I was like, I mean, between Twitter and Instagram, and you know, having a website, we had like forums at the time. This was like you know before Discord. Uh, it was just mm-hmm. like it was just like too much. I was like, you know, you don't want to spread yourself you know to stretch yourself too yeah. much it's because you have a limited amount of time um i like discord a lot um discord is it's it's live so it's like a chat it's like twitch chat carried over to, into something that's you know always there uh and and people just migrate to that after the stream um it's easy to play games with people uh there's no like like I feel like a lot of people ask, "Oh, when should I get a Discord? I'm too small for a Discord." There's really no harm in getting a Discord at any time, uh, no matter yep. what your size. You know, if you can pull someone from your Twitch chat to your Discord server, like that's like a little hook that you just put into that viewer. Like now they have like access to you know your community, and you know they can chat with you and and get to know you and get to know 
you know, your mods and your other viewers and stuff. Like, it's, it's like, they've just made another commitment, right? They've kind of committed a little bit more to your channel. And that's a good thing. Um, yeah. So Discord, I, I, I really like. Um, do you guys, I guess, you know, now that you have um, uh, subscribers, do you guys keep your Discord open to everybody? Do you make it sub only? Like, how do you, how, how what does your Discord look like? Uh, mine, mine's open to everybody. There is a special sections for subs, but I, you know, I don't, I definitely don't have a, a sub only Discord or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, no that's how I run it too. Yeah, I think that's I think that's mostly how people run it. Uh, I have heard some people do a sub only Discord, but I, I'm sure that's like the really really large streamers maybe that that do that. Right. Mm. Like that if, being said, it, like you said, Karanza, you can add a section maybe for just subs yeah. if you want to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. At my at my level, anyways, there's no point dividing your community in that regard. I don't think. I know? agree. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, I wrote this guide uh a little bit ago last year on uh uh Discord and like how to make a Discord, like like actually go through like what kind of channels you can make, what you can do with your Discord. It's a really really powerful tool. Uh, I'm going to link it here in the chat for you guys. Uh, definitely recommend a read. Uh, if you guys are, you know, wanting to use Discord. Yeah, uh, especially, for networking too. especially not bad yeah. for networking because there's tons of different communities out there. And especially uh, if you have favorite games, uh, huge, huge, because there are a lot of devs and PR people that hang in that Discord for that particular game. And especially for upcoming games where they have alphas and stuff like that, they'll, they'll usually have roles for people who create content, which is just, just another way to get yourself out there and connect with, mm -hmm. uh, potentially grow. Yeah. Um, these have been some really great topics. Uh, you guys have asked some really, really good questions. It's been, it's been fun answering them. Um, but unfortunately that is going to be our time for today. Uh, so I want to give a big shout out Pebro and Karate, thank you guys for joining me on the show. Um, where can we find you for those that are watching? Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Karate. Of course, pretty much everywhere Karate. Uh, I have such a weird, unique name where if you just actually just type me into Google, only my stuff comes up, uh, which is also another good thing if you're planning on looking to choose a name def definitely choose something that is a little bit more on the unique side it'll make it easier to find you um but yeah just just google karate you'll find everything me and uh as of now i'm pretty much live every single day at uh, 11 a.m cst uh yeah i'm at twitch.tv pbro and uh i'm i play from 8 p.m to late p.m uh <laughs> late a.m <I> guess. <laughs> but uh and that's that's in uk time um and from there really the panels are all there if you want to find my twitter or get in the discord anything like that awesome thank you guys for coming into the show um i'm loco and i am the host of the stream scene uh you guys can find me on twitter and twitch as well uh loco and loco2525 on twitter um you can also find more information about things that we've talked about on streamersquare.com which is uh, the, the website that I've created and Karasi is actually a content creator for the site. Uh, so definitely recommend giving the website a, a browse. Uh, we also have a discord. Uh, hey, discord, you guys can come over to the discord, chat with us, um, and, you know, chat with other streamers, etc. 
Uh, so definitely check out those links, guys. And we'll be back next week. Thank you guys for being an awesome, awesome audience. It's been awesome having you guys. Uh, and hope to see you guys next week. This vlog will be on YouTube if you missed any bit of it or you just want to rewatch it. Um, uh, but Pibro, Karate, thank you guys again for being on the show. Uh, it's been a pleasure yeah, having you guys yeah, and it was fun and learning from you guys. Um, so this has been the stream scene. Have a wonderful evening, guys. We'll see you guys next week.